0: Hi and welcome to the Fitness Made Simple podcast series 2. This podcast is specifically aimed at anyone who's looking to improve their knowledge on health and fitness as we break down everything into bite-sized, easy-to-understand content. As always, it's brought to you by your hosts Ben Mudge and Adam Parr. Let's get into the episode. Hello everyone and welcome to a bonus episode of the Fitness Made Simple podcast and uh, Adam and I discussed this yesterday? Yeah. ...that we wanted to make an episode specifically to talk about the elephant in the room. So it's, it's obviously affecting everybody now, the coronavirus. Um, and we wanted to release this as soon as possible, so this is an, a little bonus episode for everybody. And um, the point of this podcast is to give you... Again, I would like to first point out that neither of us are experts in this field at all. So make sure that if you're if anything we say conflicts with people who are experts in the field default to their advice not ours we're just going to give you advice on how to deal with this we're not going to give you any advice on how to fight the coronavirus or anything like that we're just going to give you advice is going to help you through this period of time which is you know very very strange to all of us so adam
1: what are people going to take away from today's podcast hopefully? um yeah so well first of all i want to have a chat with you about your current situation because i know where yes. uh, obviously you are in self-isolation aren't you so be interesting to hear your take on that then we're gonna go straight into it. We wanna talk about bodyweight training because obviously so many people, the gyms are closed or they're going to close. I don't think it's a matter of if, it's a matter of so when, isn't it? Yeah. So when when that does happen, and when you are facing that situation, how can you structure a home bodyweight workout plan and stay on track with your health and fitness goals? So we'll go straight into that. We'll give you our top tips on that. Um, and then we're gonna also talk about, we're gonna give you top five tips on if you are self-isolating or you are working from home and you used to work in an office, but now your whole routine's been flipped on its head, what are our top five tips to help you stay on track in this transitional period, as Ben said? And we're just gonna give you a few take-home points. So yeah, by the end of the episode, you should be armed with information so you feel more confident that suddenly not everything's gonna be derailed. Because I do think there is an element of panic at the moment. I know I've been receiving a lot of messages and people automatically think that right if they can't get to the gym they're going to automatically go backwards with their fitness and this podcast is really just a drill home that is not the case if you implement a lot of the things that we say you will do very very well and like like ben said this is not medical advice on the corona this is how to deal with the situation in hand and how to make the most out of work or training from home and nutritional strategies to tweak and change to, to stay on track
0: sounds good so how am I dealing with this yeah (laughs) Yeah. so obviously the coronavirus from what I understand it attacks the respiratory system upper respiratory system to to be precise and the funny thing is that I I did a video about this a couple weeks ago uh, when it wasn't quite as big as it is now but it was still kind of gathering momentum and a lot of people are asking me about it and i was saying that the paranoia that people are exp- you know, experiencing now. You know, you know, you walk outside and you're you're suddenly wary of what other people have touched, and if someone coughs, you kind of turn around and and look, and you're like, oh. And as you said earlier, you coughed earlier, and you kind of immediately yeah. were were a little bit alarmed. That's the life of someone with cystic fibrosis. Every day. And like I'm not I'm not saying this to be like oh you must feel so, like, don't, I do not want pity here. This is not what I'm trying to get at. But I'm just trying to make people aware of like. The struggles that people go through, that you you won't you won't appreciate. Now people maybe will appreciate it because you know suddenly now oh, okay this affects them. But as I said like, anytime someone coughs in public that is remotely close to me, without even realizing it, I kind of innately step back and distance myself from them because as soon as I hear the word chest infection or virus or flu. You know, my heckles go up and I'm like, oh, crap, I should distance myself from that person. To give you a ex- perfect example, I was down playing flag football down in Dublin uh, a couple of weeks ago. And some guy coughed and it sounded, sounded bad. And he's like, oh, this damn chest infection. And I was like, great, okay. So I'm going to have to stay completely away from that guy. Wouldn't it would be nice to know, him, you know that he had that before then. But this is kind of the paranoia that you get. And uh, the, the paranoia we've got now with... The corona is, is pretty much just a glimpse into people's lives with cystic fibrosis. Um, yes, as you said, I am self-isolating. Again, I haven't been told by my my CF doctors or anything to do that. Uh, I'm just making an educated and hopefully smart decision to do that myself because there's no point in me risking it. So I put, did a post yesterday about that. You know the, the I don't know what way to kind of split the two, the two ways of thinking, but my entire life I've always kind of been like, I'm stronger than CF. There's nothing that can stop me You know, my limits are my own and blah, 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 blah. And part of me is like, oh, well, I'm fit and healthy. I could, even if I got this, I'd be fine. But that's a very, well, first of all, selfish way of thinking. Yeah. Because, (laughs) yeah, you know, yes, I may be okay if I get it, but I don't know. You know, this, this, you know, the flu affects people in very, very different ways. And I can't be that arrogant and thinking, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, But then not only that is the fact that I don't want to spread it to anyone else. So the mature side of me was just like, look, do the right thing. Isolate yourself. You know, which to be honest, as we joked about the sort of this before we started recording, not much different to my normal day in life anyway. <laughs> Being an online coach, I see about a grand total of about six people a day. And the five of those other than Janice would be the people I see in the gym. So I'm now removing those five people from my bubble uh, by training at home. But I'm, I'm dealing okay. You know, it, it's a, my main concern is with my clients and making sure they're okay. Um, I'm fortunate enough that I've you know made the decision to get my own home gym set up and, um, so my training is not going to take a huge impact, but it's making sure I look after my clients uh, making sure they're okay. And obviously anyone else in the CF community as well.
1: Mm. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, I bet that home gyms coming in white yeah, and gold. Uh,
0: yeah. I was just saying that like, you must've had, must had
1: a crystal ball.
0: I mean, yeah. I was just like, cause people said to me, like, do you use your home gym much? I was like, no, cause I, I enjoy training in the gym. You know, like a lot of people, I, I love going to the gym. I, I I feel like when you go to a gym, you're there, and I discuss this with one of my clients, you're there to do a job. Whereas when you're at home, having a gym, even no matter how well kitted out, it, it's still your house. You kind of, you don't associate it with going to go to the gym there. So it's, getting myself out of that headspace has been, not difficult, but, you know, a bit different because I do enjoy going to the gym, but I'm just going to have to do some stuff I don't enjoy for a while.
1: But, yeah. Yeah, well, I think, Obviously, segueing into bodyweight training from from yeah. home, um, I think there's there's a few things that you want to take into consideration, like the way you structure a home. I'm talking about bodyweight. I'm I'm talking about someone who's got zero equipment. Now, a lot yeah. of people, you've got Ben on one end of the scale. He's got a gym. Yeah. You know, I'm probably a bit further to the right. I've got a row machine and a few dumbbells and some plates, so yeah. I've got a little bit. Um, some people have just got a few bands. Other people have got nothing. But if you're completely on that side of the scale and you've got nothing the the way I would advise you to structure a program would be to do full body every session um, yeah. so you, you wouldn't do a home workout just upper body workout or home body just lower body workout this this is my advice someone might say completely different, but I would pick like if you're training three days a week at home, I think that's more than enough maybe yeah. four maybe four if you're yeah. a little bit more advanced, but you would do full body in one workout so if you just split it up and you pick one upper body you do it in this order you do one upper body exercise you do one lower body exercise you do one exercise that's going to get your heart rate up and then you finish with a core or ab exercise you call that one circuit the sets um, the sorry the reps don't really matter too much if you end up doing eight reps or 18 reps it doesn't really matter too much you you just Uh, regulate it to to, to meet your fitness level so for example in practical terms that could look like number one you do a set of press-ups number two you go straight into body weight squats number three you go into star jumps you get your heart rate up number four you finish with the plank that is one circuit you hold it for 30 seconds you rest for anywhere from 30 to say 90 seconds you repeat it and you might do that again depending on your fitness you might do that one, two, three, or even four times. But then you could just easily come up with a variation of that. So then you might do another circuit um, that you've got your feet elevated on the sofa and you're doing uh, elevated press-ups like that. Then you might do lunges, uh, and then you might do mountain climbers to get your heart rate up, and then your last exercise might be holding a two-liter water bottle doing twists side to side. Anything that's sort of structured like that, I think it's pretty bulletproof. And then all you do is progress or regress the exercises. And, you know, you can manipulate things like tempo. So if you're doing squats, if you're doing like super slow, super up, you know, it's soon going to get pretty hard. Yeah. Um, you could add in a jump. So turning into something like a lunge, which you could probably do quite high reps in into jump lunges, suddenly becomes a lot more demanding. Um And, you know, there's they'll always find ways. So, for example, a Bulgarian split squat is, if you don't know what that is, it's basically a rear foot elevated squat, you know, I would say the hardest version would be to have your foot on something quite high, like a sofa. Mm-hmm. But then, so if you wanted to like regress it one level, you could just put it on something a bit lower, like a foot rest. You can have it on yep. there. That would work really well. If you struggled with that, you could just do both feet on the floor, which I would mm-hmm. call a split squat. So you've got like the same exercise really, but three different tiers to it. Yeah. And then, then within there, if you were trying to make it harder you could just go partial range of motion or you could slow it down a little bit there is literally once you once you open your mind to it there's there's endless possibilities so
0: many yeah
1: and, and you, i think that, that, sorry the one more thing the, the big thing to say is there is no right or wrong yep. there is no perfect workout the the right workout for you is first of all that's safe that you don't do too much too soon you don't get injured but you just enjoy that's the main thing and just make it work to you like if you do press ups and you just get four press ups out that's absolutely fine. Cool. It doesn't matter. Yep. And then you go into body weight squats, and you might do ten. Whereas the person that you're copying off the internet, they might have done twenty press ups and twenty uh, squats. It doesn't matter. Just make it fit you. And at the end of the day, I think in this whole situation that we're in, the most important thing is that you are exercising. Yeah. Yep. You know, and everyone is talking about their immune system, and you know, just an absolute staple that you need to be doing is physical exercise and mm. as long as you are making an effort whether it's a 15 20 or 30 minute workout to just get your heart rate up get some blood pumping into muscles i think the benefit of that is in Huge. in this situation yeah. yeah
0: massively make you feel even in the endorphin release you get from training uh, yeah that we cannot speak enough to how important exercise is at this at this moment in time uh, for for multiple reasons um Another little, just as you were you're discussing about all the variations of ways you can train, there's another great way I would do it is, you know, you can do it for time. So if you were looking to really yes. progressively overload something or, or to try and see improvements, because in my opinion, it's very, very easy to progressive overload uh, with weights. Very, very easy. However, body weight stuff, quite difficult. You know, you're going to have to put things on your back to make pushups harder. Tempo. Another fantastic way of doing it would be okay I'm going to set myself 20 minutes on a clock and I'm going to try and get through these four exercises in as many as many rounds of that as I can
1: I love that yeah
0: and then that's a great way of then saying okay so this week the first week I maybe got through it three rounds and then I managed to do five I'm going to choose Adams I got five push-ups cool next time you do it try and beat that even if you do get six push-ups or whatever that's a fantastic way of kind of challenging yourself seeing improvement as well. Cause I think the, with body weight, body weight workouts, seeing improvement is difficult because your body adapts very, very quickly uh, to body weight movements. The other thing I did learn if you're talking optimal, so if you're a guy or a girl who's, who's used to training a lot in the gym, the one thing I have read is that if you are doing body weight movements, you are better going to near failure with each of your sets. Um, so keep that in mind. And maybe on your last set, so let's say, for instance, you were doing the Adams thing, you know, of push-ups, body weight squats, um, star jumps, and then planks. I was listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the last time, let's say, if you are doing that, you know, you are doing three or four rounds of that, whatever, on the last round, take it to failure. So those push-ups, you need to be like, you know, shaking at the bottom of the push-up, trying to push yourself up. That's going to really be advantageous to you if you're quite an advanced trainer. However, if you're not, don't worry about that, just just have fun, don't push yourself too hard. The other thing I would say is with, with workers. and Adam said this as well, with immune system taking being, you know, taken into consideration, the one thing that is, and I, I don't think this is massively common knowledge, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, what people don't realize is that after you've trained, your immune system does take a bit of a nosedive you are quite vulnerable because you've again you think about the actual process that's going on when you're training you are damaging the body you are causing micro tears within the body you're in essence you're causing stress and your body's response to that is then to obviously it has to ramp itself back up but as you're doing that your immune system is actually taking a bit of a drop so if you are um if you're maybe feeling a bit sick or you think okay i might actually have this you know this bug or this virus or whatever it is again this is just general advice for if you're feeling sick do not take yourself to complete failure you know just just get a bit of blood pumping you know don't don't kick your own ass because your immune system's already if you've got a bug or a virus it's already on its knees you pushing it further down with a with a session is not going to be advantageous to you whatsoever so just be careful
1: yeah it's really good i think the key is the intensity of the workout isn't it 100 yeah. you know like if you do a good body weight workout you should actually that isn't too intense. You should probably leave that workout feeling energized. Yes. You know, whereas if you actually start your day, have a, you know, wake up, have a bit of food, and then do your workout, it should set yourself up for the day. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're doing like what Ben's saying there is that if you do a workout and you're wiped out after yeah. it, you you know, if you're looking at it from an immune system perspective, you're probably defeating the object a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, going going back a little bit I, as you were talking, I was thinking of stuff as well as yeah, I call that a density set. So, you know, I would set a timer for 10 minutes yep. and the number of the way I would do it is this, the same, but different as in like set a clock for 10 minutes. You've got a set exercises, like four exercises, but the set, the reps don't change. So you always do 20 press ups. You always do 10 squats. You always do take the, it as whatever as you need to, yeah. but, but, but you're basically seeing how many times you can get through that circuit in 10 minutes. So the first time you do it, you might get through all of it three times. The second time, and the second time you do it, like I'm going to fit four of these circuits in that 10 minute block. When you're getting really fit, like your rest periods are going to come down, and you'll fit five circuits within that. So that's why it's called a density set because you fit in more more in a smaller amount of time. And the other thing that you can do is just setting yourself a little challenge, or like what we call it in, in the CrossFit world, AMRAP. You know, as many yeah. reps as possible. So you can literally just uh, you know once you warm and whatever you've warmed at your upper body, just go for it. See how many press ups you can do. And you might do 32 press-ups and just record that and just say, right, it's the, it's the 18th of March. I've done, I've done 30 press-ups today, and then do it again the week after and just try and get 31. Do it again the week after. But you know, you could do that on press-ups, that would be amazing. Do it on bodyweight squats, do it on the plank, all these exercises. Just challenge yourself, just get out of your yeah. comfort zone. And that ties into what Ben just said there's because you know, if you're doing a, a set of failure and you're doing say 30 reps. Probably for twenty-seven of those, you're not getting much adaptation. Yeah. But the the free at the end, whether you're doing twenty, thirty, forty, or fifty press ups, is that thirty-seven to forty or forty-seven to fifty? That's where the good stuff happens. Mm-hmm. That you really, really, really push it.
0: Yeah. The um. Oh, what was I going to say there? I got, I got, I had a point, and then I was listening to you, and I was like, oh, I got completely lost. I do it all um, the time. Anyway. Let's let's move on. Oh well, yeah. Well, I t- I'll tell you what. I'm going to do a little bit of a shameless plug because I may as well. Not so yourself, out. With with the launch of CF Strength last week, um, which was which was great. By the way, the support of that was was incredible. The, the big focus with that is getting children fit and healthy and, and active and making fitness a part of their lifestyle from from the get go. So, as a member as a paying member, you get access to children friendly workouts. And as I said, these programs are designed to help kids be active. It's pretty much taking what I used to do when I was a kid with my parents. You know, I, I always thought, oh, every kid has the same upbringing when realistically, you know, they don't, unfortunately. My parents, my, my mom was a nurse, my dad was in the military. They kind of were able to bring their skills together to give me a fantastic uh, start in life. So basically I'm trying to share what we did, me and my mom and dad did when I was younger. So these workouts are designed to be done with your child. You know, they aren't for you to just sit back and watch your kid do them. They are designed for you to do them with them. And I've got videos of myself and and my nephew, Zach, doing the workouts as well to kind of to follow along. You can stick it up on YouTube or, you know, scan it up to your TV or whatever to follow along and watch me do it correctly and Zach just mess around and have fun. But that's the point. You know, you, you want to, your kids, I'm not trying to make exercise a chore. I want it to be time for you to spend with your child, getting them fit, getting them healthy, and kind of creating a nice little bond between your, your kid and you with uh, fitness being the kind of heart of it but yeah if you're if you want to sign up the cf strength website can advise it enough and it would be it'd mean a lot to me as well
1: amen so should we go into the top five points yep let's do it so so these are the top five points if your routine has been flipped on your head you're now working from home or you're self-isolating and you're just a little bit panicky right now how are you going to stay on track because let's be honest this could potentially be a couple months not a couple of weeks yeah. um so the first thing uh, the first thing we would say is structure you need to have structure in your day very much like when you go on holiday and you go to an all-inclusive buffet the <laughs> most tempting thing to do is just go and dive in the deep end and just have dessert and just you lose all your structure yeah. and then after a few days you feel like shit and you're like ugh, your, your bowel is turned inside out yeah. when you when you're working from home it's kind of similar you need to have structure and I think, you know, I mean, I, I preach this to all my clients even without lockdowns and coronavirus coronaviruses, but you should be planning your weeks and planning your days. Mm-hmm. So if you are working from home and you listen to this, just think, plan your day tomorrow. So just think, right, roughly I'm going to get up at, say, 6 a.m. And then maybe the first thing you should do is maybe hydrate before you have a coffee um, and then get some steps in. So if you've got a dog, fantastic. Or maybe if your partner's at home as well, you can go for a walk together. And remember, even if you're in self-isolation, you can still get outside, yes. you can still yeah. do your steps, and, you know, we've spoken about steps so much, haven't we, but, you know, getting yeah. outside and, and starting the day is great, but get structure your day, uh, you know exactly what you're doing, so you wake up, you're doing a little bit of exercise, then you say, right, I'm going to work for, for 90 minutes, do a block of work, you know, and then you might be with your son or daughter for a little bit, then you might have, you know, just, but basically have a structure and and know, because otherwise your day can sort of just meander into just one big, and you start eating at different times. You, you don't have lunch at lunchtime. You start watching Netflix in the middle of the day and it's all a bit of a mess. And one thing as well, I'd say literally program in when you're going to train, so if you know you're roughly going to have lunch at 12, 1 o'clock, you might say, right, 3 o'clock is when I'm going to do my home workout. And you might say 3 till half 3, boom. It, it literally put it in your phone or write it in your diary, however you're managing your, your time, and just say, that is my time. I'm going to do a home workout. And uh, I just think it's so much more powerful if you're going to bed knowing the day after that you are training at 3 o'clock yep. rather than waking up thinking, I'm going to when train I know, today. If, yeah. I'll just oh, yeah, it, it's wishy washy, and and yeah. you need to have structure and going. You know, one step further than that. You know, you need to know. Right, I'm going to do free home workouts this week. I'm going to do them on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then in between that, you're just going to get out out and about. But yeah, yeah the best point is is be super organized and structure your days. Yeah, and it's it sounds like. So- it's funny because a lot of people are probably being, off,
0: you know, they're off work and they're like, "Oh, great, I, I get to be off work." But trust me, after a few days, you will probably crave the structure that being in an office or being at work gives you. So, trust us as online coaches you need you need to have that kind of that structure or that you know that scheduling in your life. The one thing I do is I, I do very regularly is having to do a to do list and just and it doesn't. The one thing I, I will say about to do lists make it super specific. You know, instead of being, so for instance, uh, for the house at the moment, there's, we've got so much to do in the house, but I've created a really like simplified to-do list and not just like paint living room. It's like paint the roof of the living room because that's a t- different type of paint than the living room walls. Cause of course, so I've just said, you know, paint living room roof. And, you know, I take that off because if I just said paint living room, that's the roof, the floors, the skirting boards, the, not the floors, you can paint the floors, skirting boards, the edges of the doors, you know. It's, it seems a lot and it can be, even if you do a lot of that, you can't technically take that off yet until it's all done. So you'll break your to-do list up and make it super easy to do. Um, that's what I've always said when it comes to the goals and, and creating something like that. The to-do list or the goal list should be like, easy, done. You know, even to say, uh, like Adam said, you know, get up first thing in the morning. It could be something as simple as drink 500 milliliters of water in the morning. Bang, take it off. Then say, right, I'm going to try and get 2,500 steps, which again, as you know, if you go out for a walk, 15, 20 minutes, you'd probably achieve that quite easily. So again, make those to-do lists easy and very satisfying to tick off. And the more you can tick off, the better you're going to feel at the end of the day.
1: And the more organized you are with your day, the more free time you'll have. And because yeah. otherwise everything sort of blurs into one. When you're working, you're not really working. Yeah. When you're supposed to be relaxing, you're not really la- relaxing, and you feel like you're just all day, whereas you just have set times, you're like, I'm working now, boom, turn off, relax, I'm chilling now, it- it's a far better way to structure your day. Yeah. The second one is steps. We kind of touched on it there, but just to make it a distinct point, steps. Yeah. You know, I-, I think everybody should be trying to get their steps what they were before, if not higher. Because yeah. one thing that you've got now is time. You know, a lot of people are almost bored now. They've got so much time on their hands. You can get out. You can get out. You could walk the dog for 20 minutes in the morning. You could just get out for 10 minutes in the after lunch. Remember, like we've spoken about before, the power of a 10-minute walk. I'm talking low-intensity, slow walk. It's going to actually help and improve your digestion. You know, rather than just sitting on the sofa after you eat. So you can have your meal, just wait maybe five, ten minutes, then just go for literally just walk around the block, the, the nearest streets around you. Just get out the house, get some fresh air, walk around the block, and then maybe one more time, because it is staying lighter a bit longer now, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So even at about five o'clock, it's not too dark at the moment, you could get one more walk in, but steps, steps, steps. The higher your steps, the more you're going to be able to eat without gaining weight. If you go sloth mode, and your steps used to be eight, nine, 10,000 because you're walking around the office, you, you're doing all these things, and then suddenly you're not walking around the supermarket, you're getting online shopping, you're sitting on the sofa all day, and you're getting two, three thousand. Your calorie expenditure zoom, has come, come right down. And if you don't make any changes to your nutrition, and the chances are you're probably going to be tempted to eat more
0: mm-hmm.
1: because you're at home, and one of the biggest drivers for, for eating is boredom, it's a recipe for, for gaining weight. So, number one, structure your days. Number two, make a conscious effort to, to, to get those steps as high as possible.
0: Yeah. I'd say just the fact that you're, you've you got that goal in your head as well of getting more steps. I would say, honestly, you said, you know, get match them if not get more. I would say push yourself to try and get more. You know, it's kind of the ideal situation. Go out, listen to a podcast,
1: preferably this one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's Just, uh, 50,
1: right. 50 episodes in
0: uh, yeah. series one. <laughs> Get them on. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, the steps are going to be such a huge thing. I think a lot of people are going to be worried. Again, I'm, I'm speaking from both people with cystic fibrosis and people without, that they're going to lose their gains. And the quickest way of losing your gains is by doing literally nothing. And as Adam said, go into sloth mode, you know, sitting on your ass eating. And again, as you said as well, boredom is going to be the thing that pushes you to go into the sweets and, and all the all the foods that you should maybe limit a little bit more than others um so yeah just getting out getting those steps up i would say challenge yourself to get a little bit more than what you usually do
1: Mm, definitely third one uh would be food prep and i think this is what normally happens in this situation is that someone is now announced right you're working from home and then they'll just think oh amazing i don't have to food prep anymore And that is the biggest mistake you can make because, you know, Ben Ben works at at home all the time. I'm 90% at home all the time. If you don't prep your food, it is a recipe for disaster because if you wait till that hunger pang comes on, you're doing stuff, you're busy, you're on a call or you're with kids, whatever, and then suddenly you're like, oh, I'm hungry. It's really, really hard to suddenly just walk downstairs, preheat the oven for 10 minutes, put the chicken on, season the chicken, cook your veggies, and it doesn't happen. What happens is you go into the cupboard and you grab the quickest, most tastiest thing you can get hold of. And in this situation right now, everybody's probably stocked up their cupboards a little bit more, mm-hmm. and those temptation foods are all over the place. So even though you're going to be at home, just take the time. You remember, you've remember you got all the time in the world now. Take the time to just prep a couple meals, even if it's just, um, you, you know, organizing some snacks or just cooking your lunch every day. It's just one less thing. It's it's one less thing to worry about, and it's going to keep you on track. And you know, it, it ties in with exactly what I said in number one of of keeping structure. And um, because if you if you don't prep your food, you might be tempted to a biggest thing that I, I come across with clients as well is this temptation to just snack all the time. Yeah. And because and they're like they'll they'll get to lunchtime they're like I didn't have a proper meal I just had you know some snacker jacks with a fibre one and some oppo ice cream but you know don't worry it was, it was only like four hundred calories I'm like yeah but sometimes you just need to have a proper meal you know a balanced yeah. meal visualize a plate you've got a protein source carbohydrates maybe some healthy fats and some fibres some veggies or some greens that's a proper meal
0: yeah
1: and the the benefits of that far outweigh easy, convenient snacks and just, you know, there's more to it than the numbers.
0: Yeah, 100%. I think, like, another, again, I, I'm, i uh, people always laugh at me because I'm just, like, Captain Positive. Like, in, in a, no matter what it is, I'm just like, oh, well, you could do, you know, I, I can always see the silver lining of a situation. And, and the way, that, you know, whatever you're talking there is, like, this is going to give people a chance to, maybe learn a bit more about nutrition and what they're eating, you know, so when you're making things, you know, scan it through MyFitnessPal, take the time, because you're not having to rush out in the morning, and, or you're not having to cook after you've been at home, or at work all day, so, you know, take your time, look at what you're eating, and take this time to, it's it's given time, like, I mean, we, it's a very first world problem having to self-isolate, in my opinion, you know, it's, it's really not the worst thing in the world. Have you, have you
1: sorry to interrupt. Have you mm-hmm. there's that, well, there's loads of memes going around at the, at the moment. There's one of them that said, your grandparents went to, your grandparents were, to were, were ordered to go to war. You've been ordered to sit on the stay sofa. Come on, you can do this.
0: Yeah, that's exactly
1: what I was going to say. Like
0: I couldn't have said it better. You know, the, the fact that we are having to, having to stay at home, oh dear, like, but use the time to your advantage learn what you're eating learn what's going into your foods maybe learn about you know the, the macro breakdowns a little bit more so you can educate yourself a little bit more and you know it, I see it as an advantage in my opinion but that's just capping positivity popping through there but that's just me so
1: yeah if any of my clients are listening to this as well you know i give i give them all a, a recipe book every month with 12 to 15 recipes in and every check-in everyone's always saying oh, I haven't quite got time to try that recipe well now is your time
0: is your excuse so literally, not, like, I've yeah.
1: been doing my recipe books for about 13 months now, that's a lot of recipes a lot of different ideas that everyone's got access to and you know now is the time to get out the wok get some ingredients, the only thing that might hold you back to be fair is obviously getting to the supermarkets and, and getting ingredients, it's very limited right now especially if which, is, which, which is paper. a good a good point actually because of, yeah. a <laughs> if lot, toilet a lot paper of, is one of those ingredients of course <laughs> are you stocked up?
0: Man, I I actually I was saying to one of my clients, I don't think I could now because I I would just feel embarrassed mm. because I just I think people are just just being dumb. Like honestly, I was just like, what? I I would honestly rather just jump in the shower. <laughs> just didn't, didn't have what? to go in. Yeah,
1: mate, we we always I don't know the name, but we always get this like quilted deluxe you know like i always say to aim it's like if, you, if you're gonna skimp on some things in life yeah don't skimp on toilet paper just pay that extra little bit more so we always have like the deluxe cushion stuff but obviously you haven't got a selection anymore and we came home the other day and i don't know what it, i think it's from lidl or something my god it was horrific it was like you know if you blew it it would just go away It was like tissue paper like, Oh god. anyway we, we've drifted a bit there yeah slightly you're talking about your recipes
0: about the rest, uh, get ingredients. Getting the ingredients oh, yeah, is going to so be a little bit more tricky, but yeah. yeah, basically
1: what Ben just said. Now's the time to, to cook. Um, yep. So that was the third tip. The fourth one was uh, nutritional adjustments. Now, mm-hmm. one point to make is just because you are working from home now, etc., you, you, your schedule has changed. You don't have to drastically cut your calories because that is going to be a short term fix to, to which will actually come and bite you in the butt so for example if you've been eating 2000 calories and now you think oh my god i'm not going to the gym i'm now going to eat uh, 1400 calories you are going to do that yeah. for three four five days and then you're going to get that hungry you're going to hit the cupboard hard and eat back all those calories and end up eating more yeah. so first point is don't drastically change your calories when when i say nutritional adjustments i I would just make a tweak here and there. So, you know, if you are on on, on 2000, maybe you pull out one snack, you know, or maybe if you've been having two pieces of bread with with your eggs in the morning, you have one piece and you just make a few sensible tweaks. And that way, you're not going to be ravenous uh, and starving. You're just making a smart adjustment. And going back to what we said with the second point, I think if you do increase your steps and get them to the level you were before, if not higher, you shouldn't need to drastically change your calories yeah yeah but but also you need to understand that if you do have a very low day maybe you are not feeling great um and you've you've been bed bound or you have actually got the coronavirus and you're feeling awful um you, you know you, you maybe don't need as much but then on the flip side you know it might, if you are that I'm ill it's, well. it's sometimes beneficial to just eat and yeah. sometimes there are there are some times in life when there's some things that are just a lot more important than your body composition and your your weight. And sometimes it does you good to just eat a pack of Mr. Kipling or a, a Galaxy chocolate bar because you need it sometimes. And I think, you know, we're going through a transitional period where I know a lot of people have had competitions cancelled or potentially photo shoots cancelled. And it's it's really hard on those people because it's a really big people have been working freaking hard for that yeah. but then it's just, just to turn it around and just be positive about it and just say do you know what sometimes obviously what's going on right now it's far more important than all of that every any photo shoot any competition any goal like that can be rearranged and you know the health comes more important at the end of the day
0: yeah i think that's so important what you just said there and it's something i've been trying to get across to my clients as well is that regardless of what happens your health is the most important thing your body composition we can make changes to that so easily but right now the most important thing is you look after not only your physical health but your mental health so if your mental health is going to feel a lot better by you having as adam said like a, you know chocolate bar or some something that you know wouldn't be deemed as the best thing or most suitable thing for your physique goals who cares just look after yourself and make sure that you know you're okay at the end of the day because that's that's the most important thing. And all it, the all the changes we need to make physically can be done at the drop of a hat when you turn it on. So
1: it's what you do the majority of the time that counts anyway. So. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, as as you said about the the adjustments, I, I completely mirror what Adam was saying there. It you are just making those little adjustments, it doesn't need to be anything drastic. Obviously now, with body weight workouts or home workouts, I'm just going to say home workouts because that's that's what I mean because my home workout is, is different to other people's home workouts, but the amount of stimulus and stress that you can apply to your body is not going to be the same. As I said earlier, it's not going to be the same uh, adaptation as what a resistance training session would would incur on the body. So therefore your calorie needs are not going to be as great because you are not going to have to repair and, and regenerate the, what, the damage you've done. So that's, that's obviously something that you would need to consider however as we said if your steps are keeping up you don't need to worry about adjusting it too much um so again the best thing you do is just monitor it and if you feel like oh i'm getting a wee bit a wee bit you know tighter around the waist or simply do this the most simple thing just grab around your belly button grab the fat around there and just think okay that's a little bit more than i would like make the adjustments you know so don't as, as we said in um, was it the nutrition episode? And um, everything is just suggestions. You need to find out what works for you. um So just play about with it and play by ear. But if you're not feeling too great, you know, a chocolate bar is not going to be the worst thing in the world.
1: Yeah, definitely. And um, the fifth, we'll go straight on to the fifth point. Do, do you want to take this one, actually? um Talking about the immune system. Yes, and a bit so, of. Uh, You know, we we were talking about this before, weren't we? Because it's quite interesting to hear your take on it as well. You know, obviously from a... Supplements are slightly different with regards to cystic fibrosis as well, aren't they? So it'd be interesting to hear.
0: So it's actually... I'm I'm going to be writing an article as well for the CF Strength um, website. But basically, your immune system is obviously massively important. It's something I've always, always tried to focus on, well, since I started learning about it. And there are some supplements that can benefit you and as i said the other day i actually did a tweet about that the other day is you know a crap diet with a supplement added in is still a crap diet it doesn't matter you know what supplement you get if your nutrition is not good it's the best the most expensive supplement in the world is not going to change that so first of all before you even think about this point look at your nutrition first however there are some supplements that are going to benefit you and optimize your gut health therefore your immune system as best as it can um so the first one would be omega-3 if you're not getting uh, omega-3s in your diet i would highly suggest getting yourself an omega-3 supplement again most people don't have many fatty fishes uh fatty fish in their diet so if you are definitely one of those people who doesn't get that highly suggest getting an omega-3 tablet or capsule um with that, then obviously, you would take. I'm just thinking about what way I take that. I would take my omega 3, then I'd take a vitamin D3. Um, vitamin D3 is obviously what we get from sunlight. It's, it's, it's used in over, I think it's like over, well over 100 processes in the body. Again, huge for not only the mind, but the body. Um, and again, it's a fat soluble vitamin. So it's actually one of the vitamins that I cannot digest uh, by myself because my pancreas doesn't produce lipase and basically that's the fat or the enzyme that helps break down fat. so it's one of the things that people with cystic fibrosis will be lacking in quite a bit so if you've got cf highly recommend taking that but as it's a fat soluble vitamin so a d e and k vitamins are all fat soluble and what that means is if they aren't ingested with some form of fat they will not be absorbed and utilized so make sure you take those just pair it with your omega three that kind of keeps it simple if you're taking your omega three you take your vitamin d3 uh probiotic would be the next one so probiotics are fantastic uh, you think of best way of describing what a probiotic is is you think about antibiotics antibiotics are what you take when you're, you're feeling sick and what an antibiotic does to keep it very simple is it goes into your gut and wipes out all the bacteria good or bad now that obviously is good because it gets rid of all the bad bacteria however it also leaves your stomach essentially population-free of good bacteria, which is also massively important for helping break down food, helping utilize the food within you, helping to absorb it. You want good bacteria in your body. Taking a probiotic, again, if you're not sick, I'll not get into taking it with an antibiotic. So let's just say you're not sick and you're not taking an antibiotic. A probiotic is gonna be very beneficial to you to help just enrich that gut flora, that gut bacteria, um, and help you get the most out of your food. And then the last one was,
1: uh we're going to mention vitamin C vitamin
0: what was it vitamin C oh multivitamin yeah, yeah. yeah so <laughs>
1: yeah, vitamin, you mentioned you mentioned multivitamin you haven't said vitamin C
0: yeah so vitamin C uh no I said vitamin D3 omega 3 probiotic and then yeah a multivitamin slash vitamin C so a multivitamin yeah. is again I always think of it as just an insurance policy the chances are if you're eating a good well balanced diet with plenty of fibre plenty of fruits you know your micronutrients should be taken care of should be However, a multivitamin it's just—it just gives you that insurance policy to make sure they are all taken care of. Um, and then vitamin C again—you can get the, the little ones; you can drop into into water. Just take one of those in the morning, just to set yourself up right. But those are the those are the kind of five supplements that I would suggest. Again, if your nutrition is on point, fantastic. And if you've got the disposable income to get them, fantastic. If your nutrition is not on point, don't even consider these just yet. Just focus on nutrition. Get it as to the to the best position it can be before you even start considering
1: these. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just to I'll probably just add on a few points to finish that I would say definitely with regards to supplements, you know, Lifestyle always tr- trumps trumps supplements. So you know if you, if you're not getting enough sleep, if nutrition is poor, if you're not drinking water, if you're not getting fresh air, if your stress levels are through the roof, you know just taking the vitamin C here and there is not going to strengthen your immune system overnight. You need to focus on your lifestyle first. And I think a lot of the things we said here, you know, if you are structuring your day, that is going to reduce stress and reduce anxiety. If you're getting out, if if you're increasing your steps, you're staying active, you're getting physical activity, also just fresh air. That's going to do wonders for like bringing your stress down, um, and it's just going to give you a more balanced approach as well. Um, with the supplements as well, like omega free I don't take omega three, uh, but I love salmon and I love I love mackerel. Yeah. Um, you know, so they're they're regulars in my diet. So I don't feel that you have to take these. You know, but if you're one of those people who, there are a lot of them about who say like I can't stand fishy fish. Funny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure you've had clients who said that. Um, you know, it, it can be a really good idea to add that in. Vitamin D3, I think, obviously, it's the sunlight vitamin. So, depending where you are in the world listening to this, obviously, if UK, we're not getting much of it at the moment. Um, But, yeah, I would say if you are going to take vitamin D3, then take at least sort of 4,000 IU a day. You know, if you're taking 500 IU, it's not much at all. Even 1,000 is not going to do that much. I'm personally taking 8,000 at the moment, like two tablets a day, just upping the dose a little bit. And vitamin C as well, very good. But, again, if you are, I mean, we've said loads of times, you know, eat a rainbow every week. We always encourage everyone. Ben's Insta store is always eating peppers and kiwis and stuff like that, if you're eating a variety of fruits and vegetables, you will indirectly be getting a lot of this good stuff in. So, for example, a red pepper has got an enormous amount of vitamin C in, probably more than an orange. So you're getting that covered. So, yeah, you can take these supplements, but again, look at your lifestyle, look at nutrition first, because if you get your your lifestyle and nutrition right, the demand for these things goes down. And you will be in it. And the less stressed you are, the stronger your immune system will be. Um, so that's really important to make as well. Um, but now I think that's that's all the, the the five points there. So, you know, the structure, the steps, the food prep, the nutritional adjustments, uh, and a few little points on, on supplements. So hopefully that's been helpful for you guys. Um yeah, drop us a message if there's any questions you want answered on every anything we just mentioned, just let us know. And yeah, just finish with a little plug myself. Um, obviously, if anybody is interested in online coaching, all systems are still go. Um, you know, I've actually had three clients who signed up yesterday, and we've just adapt, adapted the program slightly. So. Um, you know we're filming home workouts I did a a home workout yesterday filmed another one last night I've got my wife Amy to do one today um, and I'm literally going to be filming one every single day I'm going to be explaining to my clients how to structure the workouts so whether you've got a little bit of gym equipment you've got nothing um, you can still make progress with your health and fitness so just remember like remember training is one piece of the jigsaw and my online coaching program is about everything else you know habits and routines breaking bad habits building good habits uh, optimizing your sleep improving your nutrition etc etc so the training is one small part of the puzzle you can still make progress and um, so if you do want any help with anything staying on track feel free to drop me a message probably instagram is my most responsive platform so my handle is just at adam james parr um, so yeah feel free to drop me a message
0: Perfect. Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope this has been some valuable valuable information for you during this crazy time that we're going through. And if you can, I know you've got the time now because you're a lot of work. If you can go down on the iTunes store and leave us a five-star review. And if you want, you can leave a little written review as well. That, that means a lot and it helps the podcast reach more people. So we'd be massively appreciative of it. So guys, thank you so much. As I said, we've hope this has been helpful. And Adam and I will speak to you on the next episode. Thanks.